Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast. Got health and fitness goals for the upcoming year? Every New Year's, people tend to set goals to get their health and fitness on track. And I'm going to share with you the challenges and the pitfalls that I've faced on how to approach things differently so that you have the most successful year. Stay tuned. Hey there, my friend, Perry Tinsley here, creator of the Power of Less podcast, the power of possibility, passion, and purpose. We're into a new year here, and you know, while some people are lean toward doing resolutions, others say, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to say no to resolutions. I'm just going to work on uh, progressing the best I can with some things that I want to accomplish, however you want to word it. A lot of times at the beginning of the year, people want to... They, they reevaluate things. They look at what worked. What were the wins uh, from the past year? And what didn't work? What things do I want to look at moving forward? What do I re- want to revisit? And for a lot of people, it ends up being some health and fitness goals related somehow. Maybe it, it might even just be I got a little bit off track during the holiday season and I want to get back on track. You know, it could be something as simple as that. Where others, maybe they're they're drawing a line in the sand and saying, you know what? I'm 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 moving forward, and I, and I applaud a lot of you out there uh, that I've talked to have decided. You know what? I'm not waiting until the beginning of the year and then kind of getting a slow start. I'm I'm hitting the ground running toward the end of December. I applaud you for that. Um, you may be at the point where you're just at the beginning of the year, and probably as you're listening to this recording or watching it, waving at you if you're if you're on uh, YouTube, um, and uh, you know. It, it just gets to be there's some different mindsets there's some things that if you address these certain things um just the common mistakes at least from my experience that I've made and I know a lot of others that have made and I've helped them break through uh in past years so they could have success because a lot of times we set these goals we maybe start on them pretty ambitiously and then fall off track. And then we, we strive to get back on a few times during the year. It gets away from us. And here we are at the beginning of another year, reevaluating saying, this is my year, right? So, okay, here, here, here's some things. Having the all or nothing mindset and just going too fast, too soon. That happens. It happened with me. Um, and, and I had to really dial it back. This, this is where I, I fell off track so many times. I mean, you, you, you maybe have, have found the best equipment or the most ideal gym set up at your home or, or the best gym that you've joined, or you may have the best streaming workout out there. The, the one thing that's just going to change your life forever. And a lot of times you get going full on at the beginning of the year, but things become hard to sustain. And that was one of the things that that I was always striving for once I was getting my results. I'm like, if this is going to be a lifetime deal and I'm going to keep progressing and keep going at it, it's got to be sustainable. It's got to be something I'm going to show up for. And a lot of times we stack on all these big healthy habits that we're going to do when we haven't really streamed them in or figured out how we're going to do this when life gets a little bit crazy or life gets a little bit sideways. And that's that can take you off track. And so you you want to keep work focusing on progress, right? And you might even have the mindset that if you can't, if you can't give it your all, like if you get off track or something like that, 
And if you, you can't give it 100%, it's not worth doing. And I tell you what, even if you give 50% kissed consistently, you're going to be a lot farther ahead than going all or nothing and tending to lean toward the nothing part because we've all been there with, the, with that mindset. So here's the thing. Keep striving to make things sustainable. Gradual change over the course of months. Yes, it will take months. A lot of times people think there's just going to be this miracle thing that happens within a few weeks. And, you know, everything, the endorphins of no, I'm never, ever stopping is going to kick in. And it just doesn't, you know. You want to make it doable. And there's no change too small when it comes to creating a healthy and sustainable lifestyle. Um, if you've ever read the book Atomic Habits by J- James Clear, you know, and, and I've read some of his blog post stuff. He says, develop a ritual to make starting easier. Habits are behaviors that you repeat over and over again, and it means they're behaviors that you'll start over and over again. And if you don't get consistently started, you won't have a habit, right? So in many ways, building a new habit is simply just an exercise in getting started time after time. A lot of times, many of us, we just we put a story in our head that tells us why we can't or we procrastinate so far. And I'm going to give you some procrastination tips in a little bit, but we do these things and we just never get started. Okay. So it means you want to find a way to make starting easier. It's, it's building routines, maybe laying out your, your clothes uh, ahead of time. It's building a ritual uh, by stacking your exercise habit on top of a current habit. You know, by setting a schedule for yourself. For example, you can you can set your intention of exercise by filling out this sentence. I love this sentence, and I've shared it with many groups that I've done. Here's a sentence, and you fill in the blanks. During the next week, I will exercise on and then tell what day it is. At tell what time of day it is. At or in what what the place is where you're going to do it. So I will exercise on Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 6.30 a.m. in my home gym and, and, and setting that. And you be sure you get that down, okay? And so and it makes the – other, the other tip here is to make um, – start with an exercise that is ridiculously small so you make it a habit. And I've, I've, I've coached people to do – and you probably heard this on, on the podcast before – coach people to create a no matter what Workout, you know, especially when motivations uh, motivation is low. But for for me, it was just I'm committing to at least 15 minutes of whatever the exercise is for the day. It's at least 15 minutes, even if it's an, a program that I dreaded. I'm like, I'm just going to do 15 minutes. If 15 minutes isn't great, fine. But I showed up because in my brain, that means I showed up, I stayed in action, and I did something. Now, I know a lot of you out there that are the all or nothing mindset. You're like, nope. Nope, if it's not an hour, but no, you're you're creating habits here. Okay, that's why I, I, I I've led my uh, led many people to say, create a ten minute no matter what workout, whether it's part of a streaming workout or it's a series of exercises or whatever. It's what you're going to get in that day if you can't get on your schedule or if you're just not into it. And James Clear says to focus on the habit first and the results later. That's where a lot of us get stuck. Uh, what was the I gotta look to see. Do I have? There was a great quote today um, by Autumn Calabrese, and I saw uh, she said, "Focus on the." W- I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this up, but it's something to the fact of focus on the weight you lift versus the weight that you lose. 
Okay, so you're striving to just increase in the weight and the strength in your endurance versus the number on a scale. That's that's pretty powerful stuff. So James Clear was saying, focus on the habit first and the results later. It's better to focus on the system rather than the goal. And that's where I think a lot of us get stuck. We've got these big lofty goals. And that's the next tip for you is having unrealistic expectations. That was me. I wanted to lose 50 pounds. And that seems so far away. And I know there's a lot of you out there who want to lose over 100. That's so far away. You know, expectations mean nothing if they can't be met and maintained. So many people have crazy wild goals that they, sets, them up, sets them up for failure. Um, not saying that it can't be accomplished. Um, but when my friend Judy said, you know what? My goal is to lose, I think it was 220 pounds she wanted to lose. She wanted to get... Yeah, it was about 220 pounds. 220 pounds? Yeah, she was at three. Yep, 220 pounds. She wanted to lose. And that just seemed such an enormous amount. But what she started focusing on was two pounds at a time. The next two pounds. The next two pounds. The next two pounds. That's repeatable. That's doable. Sometimes she would get to the next two pounds. Sometimes it would only be one pound. But she had a little coloring thing that when she got the next two pounds, the thing got colored in. And she just kept kept focused on the next two pounds, next two pounds. However long it took to lose the next two pounds. You know, that's what I did. I focused on the next belt loop notch. I didn't focus on the scale at all. I know there are people and and plans where you get on the scale and you track it each day for just data, not to get in your head and beat yourself up or say, gosh, this isn't working. It's just data information, realizing what you're eating or what you're doing can have an impact on the scale. But I didn't even get on the scale. All I wanted to do was follow the exercise plan six days a week, check off the box that I showed up. That's it. Focusing on the next belt loop notch, the next belt loop notch. Focus on the smaller milestones, and that's going to lead you there. Make every goal you set small and achievable, and that will get you to where you want to go. It's going to give you momentum to keep going. And if you are a procrastinator, I told you I give you some tips. Things set into motion tend to stay in motion. So when you're unmotivated, your best your best way to um, get through it is to take action and get started. Do them no matter what. Do the that's what I did when I couldn't get motivate myself motivated to work out. I showed up for the first 15 minutes. Almost every time I finished the workout. Just because I showed up for the first 15 minutes and then I got going. I got into motion. And just pick one thing. You know, a lot of times we pick these healthy health goals and everything. We try to do everything all at once and it becomes overwhelming. Just pick one thing. Even if it's just your no matter what workout. 10 minutes. 10 minutes a day. A buddy of mine, he did 10-minute workouts. I gave him 10-minute workouts. He did them every single day for a year. Nothing else. Lost 40 pounds. 10 minutes and set a deadline for yourself when you want to achieve what you, you know, shoot for the strength. You know, I want to be doing uh, 20 push-ups by the middle of February, 20 consecutive push-ups, whatever it is to, to push yourself. Here's the next thing that the next misstep, I guess um, it can be, it doesn't, ha- it's not necessarily one, um, but it's doing it all by yourself. Now I did do this all by myself. I kind of was like this little closet exerciser at the beginning. And it wasn't until I realized by having support, by having motivation, by getting a success buddy, that 
things became more accountable, a lot better. I stuck with things a lot more. So while some do very well being independent, most need a support system. So having a success buddy works well. It can be an in-person thing. It can be virtual. You know, it's the very reason why I set up my fitness groups online and people join month after month so we can help support each other and motivate each other along the way and, and tag each other and, and call each other out. Where Like, where are you at? Show up. <laughs> and starting The other thing is to start working out. Oh, this is a big one. This is a big one. Take a little pause here for a second. Starting to work out and exercise without having a plan. Man, oh man, all the years and time I wasted by getting a gym membership and going there, looking at the machines and winging it. I'm like, I'm just going to go around this little circle, you know, this circuit. I'm going to go over in those, those weights. Watch what other people are doing. I'll do that. Okay. I didn't have a plan each day I went there, winging it. Have an exercise plan. That's a big one. It's a huge reason why I failed year after year. And having a plan for exactly what you will do each day, even when you get to the point where you're like, oh, it's leg day or, oh my gosh, it's, you know, arms. I don't want to do, you know, whatever it is, you know, you're, you're going to have those workouts that what you, some that you like better than others. But having a plan, what you'll do each day, is the best way to keep you moving forward and to track how far you've come. And here's the big thing. It takes the guesswork of, out of what you have to do each day. You're not, you're not wasting time. So here's, here, here is an example. Uh, I recently lived in an apartment complex, huge gym in there. And I watched people. I would go in. I would have my plan. I followed streaming workouts. So I'd follow the streaming thing there. I'd I'd walk, uh, work through the workout. I'd track it. I would be in and out while I watched a lot of other people that were there before me, meandering around, trying to figure things out. And they were still there after me, meandering around, trying to figure things out. And I know that they, they, they wouldn't last in the gym that long, you know, maybe a few weeks and I didn't see them again. Not getting the results. That's what you got to do. Just follow the plan. Trust the process. And make sure your plan is something you know that you can stick with and something that you'll relatively enjoy. Now, I, I get it. Exercise is kind of a drag. Um, it's Until it, it you start getting the results, it's, it's kind of a pain. But you know it's necessary. You know the reasons why you need to do it. So you just got to set aside that mental hang-up and um, find something that you know that you can at least stick to. And, and look, let's talk about a little bit with nutrition stuff. Look, look for looking forward to the food that you're going to eat. The healthy food that you're going to eat uh, is a big part of it too. Um, and that took me a long time to transition into the vegetable stuff. Now I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole here, but um, just find those enjoyable workouts and appreciate the new habits that you're trying to develop and, and, and appreciate yourself for showing up. Now, those are the main ones that I thought of. And here, here's a few other ones I thought of as, as I was going along here. Um, having goals that are too vague. Now, I knew that I, I wanted to lose 50 pounds. I knew I wanted to lose my beer gut. And I knew that I wanted to stop buying larger clothing. And ideally, I wanted to fit into sizes like right around the 34 to 32. It just That just seemed like, gosh, that if I could get to that. Okay. But a lot of times people say they just want to lose weight. 
They just want to get in shape. They just want to get toned. Those are too vague. That is not going to get you out of bed in the morning. I'm going to get up and lose some weight. No, I've got that. I've got that clothing that those jeans that I want to get. They're right there. I had a friend of mine, Carol. She went and purposely bought a shirt that she wanted to fit into two sizes too small. She's like, this is the coolest shirt ever. I'm going to work my butt off and fit into that shirt. I'm going to earn that shirt. And she hung it on the wall. That was her motivation. So do you know what it feels like to lose weight, to eat more vegetables? Probably not. Those aren't the things. But you are most most likely to know what it feels like to have more energy, to feel more confident, to what it what to feel more confident what's like in your clothing, you know, when when you're feeling happy, when something looks good on you. And connecting that emotion to your goals, that's what Carol did. She looked up at that shirt and it was she was she did raccoon some wildlife rescue. Ra- raccoon were rescuing is a raccoon shirt and I'm looking up here at the wall as if I'm seeing it up there. And that brought a feeling, that brought an emotion to her. I want to wear that. And that feeling and that emotion of what it's going to be like when you achieve your goals. And you're going to keep pushing until you achieve your goals. Huge motivating factor. So to ensure the goals that you set aren't too vague, make them super specific. Drill down into what it actually looks like for you. Maybe it's feeling confident in a two-piece bathing suit. For your summer vacation, maybe it's feeling fit enough to complete a 5K this coming spring. Maybe maybe it's just taking five minutes to list down how you'll feel when you reach those goals. That's what you're wanting to dig toward and allow yourself to have that imagination and tap into that. That's where a lot of people don't dig into. They just put in this fluffy number. They don't have a reason why, you know, sometimes people will say, Perry, I want to lose 50 pounds. I'm like, Oh wow. Cool. I think why 50? Well, I been heavy. I just needed to lose this weight. Okay. And there's no emotion to it. So we talk about what will it feel like? What will that enable you to do? You know? And then when people are like, well, gosh, you know, I'd like to walk upstairs without getting winded. I'd like to sit in a airplane seat without having to get the seatbelt extender. I'd like to be able to go on a uh, an amusement park ride without having to feel that bar come down on me and you know, make me super uncomfortable. It's those things. It's like tapping into that motion. What will that feel like? You know, it's picturing yourself on vacation. It's feeling the sun on your skin. It's hearing the, the ocean crashing in or crossing that finish line at the 5K, you know, and your, your family and your friends cheering you on. It's that stuff, that feeling. You need to have that visualization. Get specific of what it's going to look like and what it's going to feel like. That's going to pull you out of, out of bed in the morning. That's going to keep you motivated, right? One more big one here. Lacking belief in yourself. is a, It's another huge one. You may be wanting a certain size, you, but... Or, or, or lose a certain amount of weight, but do you actually believe that you can get to that? Now, I've got a lot of friends now. We're, we're getting a little bit up there in age and a lot of friends that are still thinking about the size that they were wearing back in high school. It's like, cool. Do you believe that you can do that? If you can believe it then you, and, and see it in your mind, then you can achieve it. But if you don't believe with your ability to stick with something... 
You probably aren't going to. And I think that's what a lot of times people are just searching for is that magic thing of what will force me to, to stick with it. it. It's something external. And really, it needs to boil down to something internal. So it's looking at another part of, you know, looking at um, another part of your life where you have to become competent. You know, so think, think of this. I kind of phrased that wrong. Think of a, a part of your life where you're really good at. Maybe it's a work. Maybe it's uh, where you work or a hobby or some sort of thing that you've learned where you're super competent at. And think about how did I get competent at it? You know, I was talking with this lady uh, that was a, um, a technology instructor. And somebody was asking her, well, how confident are you at uh, teaching me Excel or Word? And she's like, oh, I got that down. It's like, yeah, I bet you're kind of a slacker. You probably, you probably aren't all that great. No, she's like, trust, try me. Come to any of my classes. You'll walk out of there knowing Excel inside and out. So Zach asking her, well, how did you get so competent at that? You know, how do you, how do you know? How do you know that you're so good at that? You're confident and you're competent, and you become competent through repetition dedication and practice for some people it takes them up to a thousand hours or 10,000 hours uh, what was it Jim Collins wrote a book good to great saying 10,000 hours putting in get somebody to mastery so if you apply those that same mentality to your health and fitness goals instead of making it fluffy but just know every day I'm putting in the practice I'm putting in the dedication I'm putting in the time I'm going to become competent at that, this, and along along the way, my confidence will rise. Confidence is a skill; it can be learned, and sometimes it just sometimes it's just changing the perspective to help you out, to help you get out of that. Oh, this will never happen, or I, I, I don't believe it, and flipping it into I totally believe in myself. I know I can do this. I've done other hard things before. I've got proof. I've overcome big things. So remember these three phrases. I am worthy. I am capable. I am deserving. Okay, I said the last one was the last one, but here's the last one. Um, You might have a goal that's too time-consuming. You know, when a goal is taking too much of your time, there's a larger barrier to entry. Now, for me, my goal, I, I was doing workouts, and they were taking like, it would take about 25 minutes, and that was like perfect. And then it started to ramp up into like 45 minutes to an hour workouts. And then I'm looking at it going, gosh, I just should bail on this um, because it was in my mind I couldn't schedule it. And then I stepped back and went, why can't I just readjust my schedule you know, and, and do things a little bit differently? But for a lot of times people, they'll, they'll sign up for a gym and they're not realizing that it's the gym, it's the time to drive there, it's picking up things. And there's all these other little things that add up to what is called the exercise time. <laughs> it's not just going in and getting a 30-minute workout at the gym. It's the extra things to get you there and to get ready and get prepped and stuff like that. And if it's taking up too much of your time, sometimes it's it's not doable. So so make it realistic for yourself. And if you need if you need extra focus and support on the journey, and you find that you've been struggling for a long time and stuck on this fitness roller coaster, and you want to dig deeper into some of these things, I mean, I, we're talking about as you're going along, you're always where life always seems to be 
throwing barrier and obstacle and sidetracking you over and over and over again. Maybe you've been doing this for years. For sure, you want to sign up for my next upcoming. I think it's coming up in a few weeks, and then I may be doing another one. Um, my next free five-day workshop. If you give me five days, you're going to crack the code to burning stubborn fat, to building lean muscle, to having endless energy. No matter what fitness or diet plan you follow, you're following, um, you're going to learn about targeting the hidden and mentally and emotional barriers that are holding you back. For a lot of people, that's the big one, and crushing your top limiting belief. And you'll get my step-by-step framework to bust through those top barriers and achieve every single one of your, your health and fitness goals. And we're also going to sidestep any guilt that you may have for not succeeding in the past. You know, maybe you bought a, an elaborate lip, ellipticals machine. I know I did at one point and I was just guilty every time I saw it because clothing hung over it and I never used it. So if you find, if you're somebody that's always stopping and starting your exercise plan or you feel guilty and frustrated Every year after year when your fitness goals are failed and you're bummed every time that you need to buy new clothing and you're mad because the results never seem to come fast enough, but you know you have to do something, join me for the free five-day online workshop because I will help you break out of the monotonous routine and turn everything that you think you know about nutrition, fitness, weight loss, completely upside down. You can join me at Upside Down Fit. Dot com. Once again, that's UpsideDownFit.com. You'll get all the details there. That's all I have for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. I know a long podcast, but hey, th- this is a big one. And I, and I really wanted to help you with these challenges. Uh, please share, subscribe, leave an honest rating review in your podcast app so others can receive this training. You are absolutely awesome for doing that. And if you're over on YouTube, waving at you YouTubers, if you're over there, please Hit subscribe and smash that notifications button so that you get the updates each time a new episode drops. You absolutely rock, my friend. And as always, remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week.